So yeah, I've uh, I've spent my day editing and I've written my speech for the wedding. Finished it. Today. Have you? Yeah. Oh, well done. It, I I timed myself saying it all, leaving breaks where I think people will be bursting out laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Silence. So, <laughs> so so just the one break at the end. Um, yeah. And it's about 13 minutes, which I feel like is a bit long. But, that is quite long. But then I figure I'll be a bit nervous on the, the day, so fuck, I'll say What the quicker. fuck are you doing? You're doing the whole history of you and Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I need to talk about Aggie in the speech. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've been just talking about my favourite film. <laughs> no, you, get, you guys don't get it. He's, the little kid sees dead people. And he was dead the whole time. (laughs) I have a dead sister, by the way. She is the worst actress. Or maybe he's just an arsehole. Hello and welcome to Rewatchers RE Lost. This is episode 8 and we are looking at the first season of Lost, episode 15 and 16. I am Baz. And I am Will. And welcome. How do you feel after last week, Will? You were a little bit more optimistic, I reckon. Yes, I was. Um, I felt like it was a bit of a breath of fresh air, if you like, what uh, that we got to sort of see a couple of more secondary characters, if you like, rather than focusing on old Jack and Kate. Um, it's fairly similar with this one. Um, I... I f- Straight off the bat, I think I preferred 15 to 16. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have more notes for 15. Yeah. Whereas um, I... See, I, I thought both the flashbacks for both these episodes were pretty strong. Um, yeah. And then the the scenes on the island, uh, perhaps episode 15 was better than episode 16. Yeah, that, um, we'll get into it, but Sawyer versus the ball, was it? Yeah, yeah, but no, I um, I was I was pining for more uh, Lost after last week. Really did want to watch it, and then like I watched these the, the episodes right, but again I watched it in passing after like a few beers. Yeah, and then I forgot about it, <laughs> and then I got really I got even more optimistic, saying I would go to the gym this morning. That didn't happen. And then I was like, right, I'll watch the episodes before we start the podcast. Left late from work. <laughs> and then I squeezed it in. Yeah. <laughs> With actual note taken. Mm-hmm. So I'm fresh today. Do you wanna do you wanna start off with your summary of the two episodes? I would love to, Will. I wouldn't I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so in Homecoming, Claire is as empty as a peanut butter jar when she returns, but leaves Ethan hunting the group. Meanwhile, Charlie's flashback features the worst acting ever. Next, in Outlaws, Sawyer hunts a boar whilst in his flashback, worlds collide in hell. 
Wow, that's a proper... I think that's one of our more detailed summaries we've had. Yeah, you were five minutes late, so I was um, <laughs> tapping away. I thought, oh, you know what, I'll spruce this up since Will can't be bothered. <laughs> he says, I was late because I was editing our podcast. <laughs> Someone asked to, Will. <laughs> and it ain't me. <laughs> no, that, that's a... That's, Covers all the bases, really. Um, mine's mine's a bit more generic, if you like, or more l- less uh, overview. More specific. I don't know. Let's see what you think. Charlie used to be an arsehole. Now he's just a murderer, so it's fine. Sawyer goes up against a boar and loses. He's also a murderer. Oh yeah, and Kate and Saeed also murderers. These people are great. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that covers even more stuff. <laughs> That's great. You you got all the gaps. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't think of that actually. There's a lot of murder going on. Yeah, and like confessions to murder, and I don't know. And even some murder alluded to, maybe in somewhere else, or unless I'm not. We, we, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's an episode sixteen. We'll get to it. Um, Shall we head on to episode fifteen, which is homecoming? Yep. Um, again, what a bit of a shit title. What's that? I guess that's just referring to Claire fucking coming home. Coming back, yeah. Um, yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? And uh, no, you can't even really link it to the flashbacks for Charlie, can you? I don't know. Not really. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not really coming home anywhere, is he? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Homecoming, the absolute uh, terrific definition that imdb has given is after claire returns with no memory since the flight jack and Locke form a plan against her kidnapper who threatens to kill the other survivors dun, dun, dun. Ethan, yeah, ethan going full psycho <laughs> ethan going full psycho and i feel like that is a typical imdb summary yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, can't uh, fault it Let's, let's go into sort of straight... Because the last episode ended with Claire showing up in front of Locke and yeah. Boone. And then this episode starts with Locke bringing Claire in to the caves. Like, where's the doctor? We need the doctor now. You know his name is Jack, by the way, Locke. I don't know why you're saying <laughs> the doctor. Uh, we need the doctor. We need the doctor. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And Jack shows up. Wake up now. Wake up now, Claire. You needed the doctor to just... All he did was say, wake up. Wake up. Why? Why did you need the doctor for that? Uh, excuse me. He had a wet flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has the wet flannel, mate. Um, the yeah. medical wet flannel. The medical wet flannel. What do they say about the wet flannel in um, Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> come up. It, it's actually healed quite a few bones. Uh, whenever there's a broken bone, they just whip it with a flannel, and it comes uh, snaps back into place. It's a bit like footballers with the magic sponge, isn't it? As soon as the the fucking medic comes out, get that magic sponge out. Oh, yeah, much better. Fucking sprint 50 yards after. Um, I I find it quite weird how, like, both... Obviously, both Charlie and Claire both have that amnesia. Yeah. But... Say that amnesia, like I've never heard of it. That before. thing, that thing they talk about. <laughs> that amnesia. Some, they, they some horse shit they come out with, I don't know. 
<laughs> They're just forgetful. Um, yeah, they both have it, and Claire can't even fucking remember leaving wherever the fuck she's come from. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, I don't like, know. I know what you mean. At what point does her memory start? Is it from when she wakes up in the caves? Is it, yeah. does she remember running through the jungle? I don't know. Yeah, does she remember getting picked up by Locke, or has she just fucking woken up when Jack got the sponge out? <laughs> Um, uh, the magic the, sponge. The, so, the, flannel, the flannel, sorry. thank you. Uh, the magic flannel. Let's so give it its magic medical term. Uh, yeah, she gets a she she gets a fucking um, lucidity back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all a bit silly that memory thing because I mean it's jumping to the end. But when she goes, I remember the peanut butter. Uh, Ah, oh, don't get me started about that. Why do you remember the peanut butter? You don't yeah. remember the plane crash. You don't remember being taken. You don't remember all these significant things happening. But you remember one fucking stupid scene when some British has-been gave you an empty jar. <laughs> it's uh, dumb. I got, yeah. I got what they were it, trying to do, make dumb. a moment between Claire and Charlie. But uh. oh, That little bit, yeah, that little bit there, yes. It, obviously, the whole uh, I, we're skipping ahead, but I'm gonna quickly do this because it really fucked me off. Mm. Is that she was like, "Oh yeah, um, I do remember the, the peanut butter jar and whatever you're you're right or whatever the fuck she said or we're wanting to be friends." Yeah. After he's just killed Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the qualification. Like, She's like, "Yeah, you, you're right." But also, like, also taking it back a bit, and I know we don't normally like jumping around, but it's quite crucial to this point she literally was so cross at him just for lying and not even like a huge lie just wanting to because she's been through enough trauma not adding to her trauma by being like oh yeah Ethan's threatening people so she got proper cross at that and doesn't want to talk to him then she sees him murder someone and she's like "Mm, okay this guy yeah this is what I'm about that's it and murders the person that she actually doesn't remember yeah, <laughs> but she's like, all right then. <laughs> it's so it's so stupid when you actually think about it, but and would never I actually happen. It's it, no, it's oh, bad well, character yeah. writing. Is it, it obviously a lot of this would never happen in inverted commas? But in terms, of what makes a good show is when even if the situation is surreal, the characters are relatable and real when their decisions make sense. And that didn't quite work. Um, it also just in that in that scene where Claire does return, um, to see a little moment between Jun and Sun. Yeah. So is that it? it is, so they're basically talking about what's going on again. It goes back to a point a few episodes ago where I said, "How the fuck do they know what's going on, mm. and how are they following things?" I'm glad they actually did qualify that a little bit in this one. Yeah. But Jack and Jin now suspects that Sun knows English. Is that is that why it's internet a little bit? I and maybe this is because you know I, what happens. Yeah, but <laughs> but I think it was more. Here's a hint about what how these two might have a complicated relationship with this idea of pregnancy. Ah, because. Okay. Jin uh, makes a yeah, real point get, of they don't have kids, do they? Yeah, Jin uh, makes a real point of and how's the baby, and Sun almost looks at him like, oh man, 
yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that it's fine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I took it more as you could see it as okay. It's just on the surface. It's just a couple couple who aren't quite sure what's going on. So trying to sort of work it out together. But I think that's the subtext you're meant to take from it, or that's what I took from it anyway. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, I'll keep that in the bank for later. <laughs> um, so what what do you uh? What do you think of these uh, these old flashback scenes? With the Australian girl who is trying very hard to sound English. <laughs> she is the worst actress I, mean, I have possibly ever ever seen in a TV show. I don't know about that. It, it wasn't it wasn't a strong performance, was it? It was. <laughs> it was such a shit accent. <laughs> uh, even for me, who didn't gauge. Um, Liam's wonderful blue eyes or his fake British accent yeah didn't clock onto that that well but that one I was like fuck in hell that is bad it it was strange because she started off with like a fake a, a clearly fake British accent every sentence she said would start off with this fake British and then slowly slip into Australian by the end like every sentence yeah it was when it was when she got like hysterical at the end, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, that's true, Aussie that." <laughs> um, but yeah, she just in general is just a terrible actress. I did look on IMDb, and it turns out she hasn't done much at all. <laughs> well, if, if like, this is oh, well, her show reel, part, then <laughs> yeah, I think she last acted in something like two thousand seven. Oh, <laughs> which you know, I'm sure she's got a great life going on, but I don't think it was acting. I also um, didn't check her. Like the actress's age, but she was playing. The character was meant to be twenty-two. She seemed quite a bit older than twenty-two. Yeah, that's a harsh twenty-two. <laughs> like, well, I think she's been doing Charlie's drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, the, Charlie's mate. He was quite cringy. Yeah, again, um, but he that that was even more offensive. Like, because he is English. And he is, he is English. What kind of voice was that? <laughs> yeah. And then like that maybe the dialogue as well, where he's just yeah. like Charlie's like Carpe Diem and he's just like oh, don't I, don't speak I speak French. And when he's like yeah, Unless it's yeah. for I want more illicit substances, oh yeah, it just it was it was ham it was ham fisted to say the least. Yeah. Well that, that actor Yeah his name is it, well, in the show, it's Tommy, actor Darren Richardson. I looked through his IMDb again, I was just checking. Hmm. And turns out he was in a really big film. Oh, yeah. Uh, called Finding Jesus. Um, which <laughs> the is... sequel to Finding Nemo? <laughs> no, I shit you not. I shit you not. It is, it's animated fish. And it's two friends, Muggles and Joy, spread faith and hope in a number of isolated encounters which reinforce basic biblical values. Go fuck yourself. That is not a real movie. <laughs> uh, mate, I'm not joking. What what year did it come out? Do you know what its IMDb rating is? What? 1.1. Mate, there's a Finding Jesus 2. <laughs> yeah! What's <laughs> the actual... One. But don't worry, I'll make Darren Richardson's in it. So you know there's going to be some stellar performances in there. What kind of a name is Muggles? Have they just watched Harry Potter? <laughs> like, what the... 
Finding Jesus 2 has got slightly better ratings than Finding Jesus 1. Oh, good. They hit their stride. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I'm going to read the death. Oh, God. That's a long summary, man. Jeez. Oh, I mean. Oh, my fucking God. i got to read it. All right, go on. Join, join faith-fueled friends, Muckles and Joy, as they visit the beautiful Finding Jesus Bay, a place where Christian stories are told night and day, guided by the sea's best storyteller, Professor Shark. They hear all about the endless kindness and boundless love of their creator. Then, together, along with children everywhere, they go forth to spread his word and make their world a better place. Finding Jesus will help kids learn about the Bible in a whole new and fascinating way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, what a pile of shit. Wait. A flaming hot pile of shit. Does it say, on mine it says, Finding Jesus is an 18? No. Oh, fucking, Finding Jesus is hardcore. But it also says it's a family movie. That can't be right. Someone's someone's obviously fucking playing with that. There's... Oh yeah, mine says it's an eighteen. Fucking frisky devils they are. Anyway, I just thought that was pretty funny, and the reason why I was laughing <laughs> earlier when we were speaking, yeah, <laughs> is because I I found that fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Ford was going to play Professor Shark, but only pulled out due to schedule conflicts. What? <laughs> The Vatican (laughs) gave them a budget of $20 million to make this movie. Oh, mate, that is so much fucking absolutely embezzled money. Oh, uh, that is rocked me to the core. You you know, (laughs) a bit of a peep behind the curtains, we've talked about maybe um, doing movies in between seasons of Lost. I'm putting it out there now. Let's do Finding Jesus. Let's. <laughs> I, I think it might be a contender. Let's go through Finding Jesus. And, you know, who knows? We might find Jesus ourselves. Wouldn't it be funny if it was all in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> uh, finding Jesus. Speaking, speaking of finding, um, in, in Lost, because that's what we're actually meant to be talking about, in the, yeah. in the flashback... Did you spot the reference to uh, the office? Yeah, he's out finding a paper I, company in Slough. I knew you were going to bring it up. Um, yeah, I did spot it. It was it, literally I first time I watched it when I had a couple of beers. Mm. I um, my ears pricked up when because um, I, I was like I, I was knocking about doing some other shit. I replayed it because I was like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird, isn't it, to think, well, they reference, I, it, it, out of the whole of Lost, I think we even said it a few episodes ago, about a reference to Lost, a reference to The Office, but I never thought there would actually be a reference to The Office. No. I, it, it, literally, I was like, oh, and like, just so random, like, why? <laughs> I guess whoever wrote the episode probably just went, hee hee, <laughs> just slipped it in. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I suppose it was quite big at the time, um, as in the UK one. Yeah. And maybe they just needed a British reference in there somehow. Like, you know, the Winston Churchill, uh, the Oasis references, or 
what we think might be Oasis references. <laughs> <laughs> um, the it, also the notion just in the flashback, sorry, yeah. about how Charlie seems to be picking up these women. Well, mm. I think this is the first time he's doing it because he goes right now. It's time to put you to work. So this is Lucy is his first mark, if you like, um, and whatever we want to say about her acting, they do a good job of making her seem like naive. desperate for love or naive. Desperate. That's probably the wrong way, way to put it. Naive, <laughs> naive is probably the better word there. Uh, <laughs> you absolute bitch. <laughs> She's fucking desperate, mate. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I know we've gone a bit all, all uh, I mean I don't mind it to be fair <laughs> I don't mind it let's talk <laughs> picking up where we yeah. go <laughs> let's talk about gin so <laughs> on the island um, as you said in the synopsis Ethan returns because he wants Claire and he returns by throwing a slingshot or something at gin while gin and Charlie are walking around and gin has no idea what Charlie's saying um and then Jin, I loved when Jin was like, "Well, they clearly pissed them off." I'm, so, and I've got her. I'm so annoyed. Well, it's the fact that he somehow got knocked out when he got hit in the chest. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's that about? I, I don't think I've ever seen someone get knocked out whilst hit in the chest. Well, in Grey's Anatomy, uh... <laughs> if you hit somewhere very precisely in the chest. Uh, and if you don't have a magic flannel to hand, it's not—it's just not going to work out for you. Um, yeah, is that—is that what—is that what, is that what um, Sam was holding the magic yep. flannel, working back up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he remembered. Did you? Oh, did you I, I'm just going to go character to character now. All right, so that's Jin. That made me laugh. Yeah. Let's talk about Boone. All right, so first of all. Boone uh, volunteer. So after Jin um, is attacked and Ethan gives out his ultimatum of "Give me Claire or I kill someone," they decide to mm. set up sentries. And <laughs> Saeed's doing it, and Boone goes, "Oh, I'll help." And Saeed's face <laughs> was like, "Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, great." And then uh, Locke is like, "Of course, we're counting on you." And Boone's face at that point is like, oh, yeah, daddy proud of me. But <laughs> did you think at that time what I thought, which was, right, so Boone's going to fuck up? Yeah, absolutely. And also, I don't know why they thought that just one person should be on, like, um, on a shift or whatever. Why would you leave someone by themselves at night when they're supposed to be sleeping? Surely you have someone else there. It's like, you know, poke them. Well, the, I think the idea was that there were multiple people up and down the beach. He was just oh, the one they? by the fire. Because ah. that's why Sawyer and Locke, I think they were at other sentries and ran over when Boone dropped after the thingy. Ah, that makes sense. But Okay. But also, if I were Ethan, I'd be definitely going for Boone's, <laughs> Boone's bit. But I, I know I know they said that Ethan came from the sea, but yeah. I, 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 I'm not sure. What, what, how, how do you think he got there then? Well, I just thought he came by Boone's bit. I know it's, uh, I know it looks like Vincent set off, but yeah. I don't actually. Do you really think that? Do you reckon Ethan came in by the sea? He's not a fucking seal. <laughs> no, but as we learn later, the others do have boats. 
Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, spoiler. I mean, I did. I literally told you the other day they have a water base. <laughs> yeah. But I, How I do you think you they get water, that? When you, when you say water base, I'm thinking like fucking Atlantis, like in it, literally in the ocean, and they can see like sharks swimming by. Is that not it? Um, I really don't want to commit. I do. Um, you're a total. <laughs> I do think it's underwater, um, but they still need a um, like a boat to get to the water base. If that makes sense, I'm just looking up now just to remind myself. What a fucking submarine! Um, no, literally right. just imagining I'm starting... getting in like a fucking James Cameron little fucking. I'm starting to get worried that I've made this up in my head. (laughs) Yeah, I mate, I can't remember it. Are you not thinking of like that fucking uh, Wes Anderson film? Uh, No, I'm right. That's fine. Okay, all right. Well, I I believe you now. (laughs) Now it's been fact checked. Otherwise, you're fucking lying. (laughs) Um. Okay, but yeah, and then, then uh, fucking Scott ends up dead. Is it Scott? Yeah, it's Scott. It's not Steve, as we know. Wow, you, you've corrected. literally become one of the characters there. <laughs> yeah, I've become Sawyer. He goes, ah, oh, Steve. No, it's Scott. Um, I didn't realise he died that early. I, well, I've, I come back as another fucking character. I thought they both lasted more than a season. Uh, but no. I guess for whatever reason. Um... They decided to kill one of them off. Maybe literally just for the joke. I don't know. Yeah, and then <laughs> Scott's Scott's funeral. <laughs> Hurley gives a brilliant oh, eulogy. It was, it was touching. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, it is. I think they've done it in other in other stuff before, where someone just dies and you don't actually know them. So <laughs> just read off facts about you. <laughs> He was an impressive salesman. <laughs> he won an award for it. Well, to be fair, that was why he was in Australia. Yeah, I think that yeah, was kind so. of the. But that's the only reason why Hurley knows that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just to, just because I want to nip this in the bud. So the the underwater station was called. It's called the Looking Glass, and it uh, operates as oh, a yeah. beacon to help guide submarines to the island. Right. Yeah. So I didn't make it up, and it is underwater. Clarify, but that—that's yeah, a—that's a season three thing. Uh, we we find out they have boats earlier than that because we see them in boats earlier than that. But um, interesting. Yeah. Um, did you not just think Jack should give people guns? Yeah, I don't really get his reasoning why not to because well basically oh yeah they might shoot each other yeah we're we're more likely to shoot each other but also i don't know why jack gets a gun like or he's like oh the key to the gun or do you mean when they then go out hunting yeah when they go well not hunting (laughs) well i guess hunting if you're hunting for ethan Ethan hunt Uh, I thought this uh, mission was pretty impossible. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Whilst they were hunting Ethan, 
Um, yeah, I don't see why Jack gets to have a gun. Like, the others are getting, you know, Locke, he's a captain. Um, and you got Saeed, who was a soldier. Yep. Sawyer is questionable. <laughs> he just, especially since he just gives he off a missed. gun vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is, he missed the the marshal from point blank range. <laughs> from point blank range, and Jack goes, "Yeah, you can have the fourth gun." It it it, <laughs> what, what? it was a very um, sexist moment, wasn't it? Of we need another man. Okay, the four men are going. And the woman's like, can I come? <laughs> She's probably a better shot. Oh, exactly. In 100%. The Again, and then like, but the, the reasoning for Charlie not getting it mm. was that, have you ever shot before? It's like, well, why aren't you asking Jack that? Like, Yeah. He, he, has Jack ever shot before? Just because he has a key to it doesn't mean he's fucking rightfully should have a gun. And then he fucking throws his gun away. Well, he didn't throw it away, but he... What a dumbass move. You literally have a yeah, gun. It's like, yeah, I know. You could probably just, yeah. I'll probably just shoot his fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> My go-to. Or someone's running, I'll shoot their legs. Let's, it's not going to be hard. Let's, let's talk about that, see. So, yeah, they decide to take the guns, and they have five guns. Uh, so Kate, Sawyer, Saeed, Locke, and Jack uh, take Claire into the forest to um use her as bait to draw ethan in uh and it works ethan shows up creepy as fuck and starts running after her um why why does it take the other four so long to get to jack and ethan yeah i i had that as well i i I guess it's just for drama but it did take away the sort of you, you yeah. just don't believe it, do He's you? over here. You were all in a... As, yeah. as far as they made the editing, look, they were all just in a circle. Yeah, exactly. And they even, like, peer over to each other at some yeah. points. And they're good, what, like, 20 metres away? Exactly. Um, and the fact that they're all just, like, hiding in these bushes... <laughs> 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 Fucking sides up a tree. Um, it's and, It's the stupidest Ethan has looked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he come considering like, he, well, he he appears to be fucking like one with the bush, yeah. and seems to be knocking about the island, fucking here, there, and everywhere. Yet he can't spot four people knocking about in a twenty meter radius. Just seems a bit stupid. Well, apparently it was like a two hundred meter radius by the time they all got. Wow. Him, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, Char- and Charlie just ends up there somehow. Yeah, and none of them He's... noticed that he was following them. Oh, just um, none of them were angry enough at Charlie. I'd be pretty pissed off. Uh, well, I think if because Ethan did try to kill him or did kill him, yeah, I think I'd, I'd let him off. I, I'm not saying um... I'm not saying punish him. I'm just saying like I'd be a bit more. Mate, this is why we told you to stay behind. You're fucking, you're fucking emotional. This guy literally yeah. could have fifty million friends waiting, and you've just killed one. Who could have told us everything we need to know? Oh, it's a poor move, without a doubt. But, um, well, I think that's why uh, Jack has his little conversation with him. It's a little, a little bit after. 
Yeah, but then he gives up because Charlie goes, do you really think, do you really think he would have told us anything? Well, maybe. <laughs> we don't know now, do we, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is a shit move. And also, going back to Charlie, sorry, quickly. Yeah. Well, I, we need to cover the flashbacks, but yeah. um, he, I don't know how Claire believed his lie to her when he was like, oh, no, there's nothing going on uh, with the rest of the group. And then she's like, oh, do you mean it? And he's like, yeah. And he's so, so fucking shifty. The guy. least, the least yeah. convincing. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, I don't know. I, I know acting, so he's trying to act like he's yeah. lying. But yeah, you just think, how can Claire possibly fall for that? I mean, yeah. If we if we want to talk about Charlie not being convincing, let's talk about his sales pitch for a photocopier, shall we? Uh First of all, so this is so in the flashback, he's like convincing this girl. I've already forgotten her name, Katie. Katie, Lucy. Lucy. Uh, it's because I was uh, writing to a friend, Katie, earlier today. Um, Lucy was like uh, his mark, and he was sort of drawing her in like a honey trap type situation. So she met, he met her dad, and he got him his. A job at a paper company or photocopier company, whatever it is they do. Um, it's first day on this job. All right, off you go by yourself. Go do a pitch to some clients. What kind of what kind of job is that? Well, I think it's presumed that you know her dad's got in the job without any sort of prior experience. But you'd at least expect that a manager would be there with him, <laughs> or maybe the manager's in the room or something, or maybe an orientation. Or- Anything, any sort of yeah. Actually, to... actually, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to remember now because that person had a stopwatch out. Do you reckon that was just some sort of training exercise? No, the stopwatch was to show how quick the photocopier was at copying the the sheets. Oh God! Imagine if you went into a sales pitch and they had a fucking stopwatch. <laughs> I'd be fucking I, furious. I think I think it was part of the sales pitch. Like, look how fast our photocopier is. Start the stopwatch. Dun. Right. And then it didn't okay. work. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a bit, it is a bit stupid that, um, yeah. One, he's got the job, and two, they just let him to a client immediately. Yeah. I'm quite impressed of him how he's on a massive come down, mm. but he still managed to know quite a few of the facts. Yeah. Um, I imagine it's quite similar to being ill since he was sweating like fuck. So that's fairly impressive of him. What isn't impressive is. You're going to be sick, so you decide to open the copier and then be sick on to it and then close it back down. It's like. not It's not even like a... It's just a flat surface. It's not even like it's a bowl or anything. He just... He basically just... No. He might as well have just thrown up... On, he didn't need to open it. He could have just thrown up on the copier. There was no reason to open up the lid to throw up. Fuck the copier. I would have just thrown up on the floor. Fuck that. Well, yeah. Surely there was also a bin in the room. Probably. Yeah, throw up on the table, whichever. It, there are multiple different things he could have thrown up on than the copier. That would have been better yeah. <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, going to Lucy's dad. Oh yeah. Um, did you recognise him at all? Um, I don't think so. It it, it did jump out at me. I'm, I'm sure he's been. You're about to tell me what I've seen him in, but. Oh no, you won't recognise that. Oh, 
<laughs> Absolute red herring. <laughs> um, yeah, he, but he does have a weird connection with uh, Dominic Monaghan. Oh, they love it. Voice... Oh, well, maybe in another world, but in this world, he voices. <laughs> in in reality, and Will. In, in this actual <laughs> universe. He voices Elrond and Bilbo in some of the Lord of the Ring games. Oh, cool. I used to play those games. They're yeah. good games. Well, you say that. I looked at the ones that he's actually voiced in. I cannot remember these. They're from like 2010 or something, which I remember the ones on the GameCube or whatever generation that was, original Xbox and PS2, but I don't remember the ones on the 360 or PS3, etc. Oh, see, no, that is the one I did play. Yeah, the return, oh, really? the return of the King. I played. Ah, um, uh, okay. Because you always start off with uh, being Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli going into <clears throat> the Cave of the Dead. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that do you know they're actually bringing out? I think they're bringing out more games for it. I want to say. Because uh, did you play the sh- uh, the Shadow of Mordor? I did not recently, like the last few years. I played Lego Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's just as good, but no, you should actually. I think they're on like PS Plus or something. You should have a little gander at that because it's a bit repetitive, but you proper feel like you're in the Lord of the Rings universe. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go, go. Going back to Lost. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy our friend Darren Richardson calling Lucy a moose. <laughs> it's quite a a unique insult. Yeah, I've not heard it before, I'm not going to lie. No. I mean, I don't think she particularly looked like a moose. Is he saying that she was a bit uh, rotund? I or... think so. I think that was the implication that, um, you she know, she's not, she's not a looker. Why do you even care about her kind of thing? I don't think she was that bad. Well, no, she she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the drugs talking. Yeah, or maybe he's just an arsehole. Yeah, I got that sort of impression from him. Definite drug addict. <laughs> Shall we move on to numbers? Uh, hold on, let me see if I've got any notes. Oh, quickly. Oh, gone. Um, fun fact for you again. Yeah. Uh, so, Damon Lindelof wrote this episode, and that's not the fact. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gone um, to but, the numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently, it was his least favourite episode of the whole entire series. Oh, interesting. Does he say why? Um, he does. Yeah. I cannot remember. <laughs> no, I think he just said um it was a bit all over the place. Ah. Which I don't it kind of was, but and I think uh, oh I I I th- oh sorry. It said it was all over the place and then it ends in Charlie just killing Ethan for no sort of apparent reason. Um which I think's fair. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it the worst episode. I I think we can all agree at the moment. Whatever that fucking episode was called, Can't even remember was the worst episode. Called. The one with Saeed in the fucking in the rape dungeon. Definite worst. The one with the what? Sorry. 
the whole rape dungeon with the French woman. Uh, <laughs> I was literally like, you have lost me. Yeah, Saeed, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Did I not say Saeed? <laughs> oh, maybe you did. I missed yeah. it. All I heard was rape dungeon. Yeah. And I was like, I think you're watching a different <laughs> show, mate. <laughs> no, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, number round um, number round with bad so this is uh, your chance to shine okay so let's start with uh, the photocopier it was C815 was the brand of the in indeed yeah. which obviously Two of the numbers right there, um, and and the name of well the flight plane yes. number thing. A uh, bit of a cheat, but um, there were four guns, uh, which is very kind good of from previous episode anyway. But I thought bring it up again. Uh, in the pub at the start, when he plays his song, the mm-hmm. song was song one hundred and thirty-four. If you add up the digit, I'll go in your. Level of detail. If you add up the digits, one, three, and four, you only go and get eight. One of the Very numbers. Um, did I have any others? No, I think that was it. I was just proud I got those, to be honest. No, I thought you did very well. Very well. There are... I got two more. <laughs> I thought you were literally about to go. And there are ten more examples you missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got two more, so not, not, not too okay. bad, but... Um, Ethan has four scratches on his face. Okay. I say scratches. They're not uh, it, it, the worst attempt at scratches. The obvious, obviously the um, whatever people, the makeup people have just put on some like fucking dry blood and called it a day. Yeah. Um, and Mister Locke mm-hmm. wants four booby traps around the uh, mm. around the perimeter. I, I'm I'm waiting for the day where I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the day, Will. Rather than just beat you off. Okay, so episode sixteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you need to find Jesus. <laughs> uh, won't find him that way. Cont- uh, <laughs> yeah, continue. <laughs> episode sixteen, outlaws. As according to IMDb, it is Sawyer believes that a ball is harassing him. So he and Kate go to find it. They bond on the journey. They run into Locke, who tells them a story that seems to mean something to Sawyer. Boom, boom, boom. Cool. That was detailed. Uh, but also, like, very to Isn't the it? point. Yeah, I'm surprised they... they um, it was almost like a put in beat the... for beat. This happens, then this happens, then this happens. Yeah, quite surprised to put in the thing with... Uh... <laughs> With uh, Locke's dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised Locke brought it in, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Oh, oh to be fair, th- this episode, I didn't have as many notes, like I said at the start. Mm. I didn't think it was as good as an episode. Agreed. However, I think the flashbacks were better. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I think this is the best intro we have to an episode as of yet. Tell me more. What what makes it so good? 
well, I just thought it was pretty uh, pretty brutal, wasn't it? It starts with Sawyer, as a young lad, being put under his bed, uh, whilst his mum rushes out the room, gets shot, and his dad comes in, sits on the bed and shoots himself. End scene. <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, obviously, it does cut to the bit where Sawyer's uh, topless on the beach, um with the boar inside his little tent mm-hmm. and then he fucking absolutely legs off. <laughs> Imagine if you saw that. It's Sawyer just fucking with a bat just absolutely hauling ass after this I boar. said keep still. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought it was the best intro. Yeah, I mean, they, they certainly packed a lot in because then even... All before the music, he then hears the whispers in the trees. Mm, um, that's it. So yeah, they get a lot in, and and like you say, that that first scene of the, the first flashback, if you like, is um, a bit because it's not what this show's been really in terms of that brutality and that that side of it. It was a it was a different start, um, and it. It was effective. I agree with you there. And obviously they had yeah. to get in him shirtless because I, I, it's in his contract. He needs to be shirtless at least every other episode. Um, Jack's pissed yeah. off because he's not getting any shirtless. He's just in the background like, what do I got to do? <laughs> so I think Saeed's content with his vest on. <laughs> I mean, he's got nice arms. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm glad you said arms. <laughs> uh, and when the whispers happened, I was like, oh, cool, they're bringing... Because, like, after Saeed, you could almost make the whispers... You could explain it away as, well, Saeed had just, you know, left the being trapped and he wasn't quite right of mind, so he just heard... You know, he was hearing things in his mind. And then Sawyer hears the whispers and... Because I hadn't quite remembered what, if the whispers led to anything. I was kind of like, oh, cool. So that's a really sort of creepy idea of not only are there others, but they're right there. You just don't see them. And they're whispering all around. Da, da, da. So again, just a jumpy round episode. But So at the end when it's like him hearing it'll come back around and it turns out that's something that was said to him back in Australia... Um, so that makes you go okay that was in his head I I was quite disappointed by that I was really hoping they were like going to build on this idea of these whispers and you know how much more at home the others were compared compared to the plane survivors did you feel any of that or was that just me being Uh, so I thought it was the island whispering to him which I guess it is. Okay. Um, I I don't think it's in a, in his own head. I think genuinely the island is fucking whispering to him like it was whispering to Said. I don't think it's coincidence. I don't think that boar is like. I'm sure the boar's like real in some sense, but obviously I reckon it's just the island. Sure. I mean, we know the boar's real because Kate saw it. Yeah, but it could be like the island playing a bit like how there's a fucking. I don't know, other shit there, like a fucking polar bear or whatever. 
I'm or sure Jack's so. Dad. It part of the island or Jack's dad, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I guess Jack's dad is real in some sense, right? Later on. Yeah. Or, oh my god. No, mental. no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, a bit like how Boone had his. I know he was on drugs, but <laughs> <laughs> when Locke was like, what did the island say to you? I, I, I felt like it was a little bit of that going on. Yeah, and I mean, they kind of did a theme of PTSD, so you could just say, you know, he was sort of, the halluc- hallucinations or whatever were stemming from that. Um, oh, okay. It, yeah. it has another explanation. Um, I did. Is there... Go on. Oh, no, go, go on. on. Well, I'm really jumping about here. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is it is it sort of hinted to at the end that Sawyer's actually killed Jack's dad? No. Okay, good. I'm glad. What? But something something does happen to Jack's dad that uh, around the same time though, because in that scene with them at the bar, yeah. he says, "Oh, I forgot my wallet," and in like a few episodes ago when Jack goes to Australia in his hotel room he finds his wallet yeah so that's got to be around the time that Jack's dad dies yeah okay but Soy doesn't kill him no. okay but Soy finds him dead no <laughs> oh god this is a shit to <laughs> I don't I don't want to give it away because okay fair enough because I, I, I don't know what but, anything about this TV show <laughs> I'm also saying this with confidence I also don't 100% remember how he dies but oh well you can't you can't I'm, you can't actually just say saying, no, no, yes or no then. I'm just saying from this episode what you're taking from it is that he killed the other guy I, I don't think there's any impl- well I didn't take any implication that he killed the dad um, well because the dad's the dad sort of persuaded him to go so I was business mm. so in my I, I like I'm now picturing fucking Sawyer getting really pissed off and going back to that bar and finding Jack's dad there and fucking finishing him off. When he... When Jack, in the episodes prior, when Jack goes to the police station or whatever, Mm. or at whatever point he finds out he's dead, don't they tell him he had... had, His body was full of alcohol and it was a car accident. Oh, don't right. they say that? I, I probably. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm just making up shit, Basi- mate. I don't know why I haven't remembered this, but remembered the fucking wallet bit. Basically, but. what I do remember is that there is another character on the island that spent time with Jack's dad in Australia. See, I that I think I know which person that is, but I'm probably wrong as well. Who do you think? I'm not no, saying. Go on. No, I'm not saying because I'm wrong about everything. No, no, come on. <laughs> Uh, I I I won't no, give away either way whether it's right or wrong. I just put put no. a prediction in now. No, it's don't sit on the fucking Vincent. No, no, don't do that. No, it's Vincent. He does some dirty things with Vincent. Why do you always want to violate this dog? Can you? Because <laughs> he's a dirty pet. <laughs> um, let's. Go Are you actually not going to answer the question? No, I. I don't know anymore. I feel maybe by the next episode, my flat has whispered to me the answer <laughs> and it's shown me the way. Right. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the flash- <laughs> flashback, shall we, in this episode? So Yeah, I've got a fun fact for okay, you. Okay, go on. So the first flashback is with, well, 
one of the first flashbacks was Sawyer going into the hotel with a, a lady. A lady friend. Yeah. That lady <clears throat> is actually Michael's wife in real life. Ooh. Yeah. That must have been weird. I know, right? <laughs> hey, I honey, know, I'm going to... they're like proper going yeah, Hey, it. honey, I'm going to come meet, see you on set, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go make out with one of your co-stars. See you the, later. The thing is... Like, she probably obviously got that role because I, I, I guess they were married before. And I haven't actually checked it properly. I saw it on a fact on IMDb and I thought, oh, I'll use that. Nick that. <laughs> <laughs> and it and literally, imagine that's your wife and you go, oh, I've got a role for you. <laughs> it involves kissing Josh Holloway quite a bit and then fucking off and you're not in any of the other episodes. <laughs> And then she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Michael's in. That is actually that is actually um, Michael in the corner in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hibbs or whatever his name is. Yeah, I, I did love with um, Hibbs that um, him and Sawyer did what I just love as a such a stereotype thing of con men and crooks when he's like, this isn't going to be like the temper job, is it? Uh, don't remind me of the temper job. Like, every every show does this. Huh. Does this remind you of Budapest? Oh, don't talk to me about Budapest. Like, it, it's... Next episode, we go back to Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's such a lazy line to put in a... Well, you know what they're going to do, though? They're going to, you know, when it was like previously on last, yeah. it's going to be, that's going to be a fucking highlight, isn't it? What? The tamper job? Yeah. You reckon? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm so, I'm so it's, wrong it was, it was just a throwaway line to show that him and Hibbs had a history. Yeah, but do they not revisit that history? No. They've got, mate, they've got six seasons of flashbacks to do. They must do. They're seeing fucking Claire fall over as a kid or whatever. Yeah. Not Claire, Kate. Kate fall over as a kid. Surely they're going to fucking... I don't... Revisit the Tampa job. I'm going to quickly check now. Uh, but I don't think so, mate. I think it was literally just a way of establishing the relationship between uh, Hibbs and Sawyer. And, and Hibbs is played by the legendary... Robert Patrick. Yeah, him I did recognise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also known, also famously in the Terminator 2, Judgment Day. I think he is. Yeah, he is. Can't be that famous because you weren't that sure as you were saying that fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to... I was like, Terminator? <laughs> that really unknown film? Uh, let me see. Yeah, he's not in another episode. So I think that's... It's literally... That's it. Oh, well, that is a throwaway yeah. line then. That's ridiculous. Lazy. Um, and then uh, Jack Jack's getting back all the guns and Sawyer won't give his up. And Kate's like, it's okay, I'll get, I'll get it for you. And Jack goes into his arsehole mode of, but I own you and I don't want him to, I don't want you to owe him anything. You must do as I tell you. I don't like I don't like the way he talks to Kate. No, and then like she's like, Oh yeah, I thought it might be better than torture. And then he just goes, 
<laughs> oh yes, I was party to that. <laughs> What's wrong with him? It's just, yeah, it bad character writing. Um, I'm glad. Uh, to be fair, it was quite good the last couple of episodes because Jack wasn't in it. Seat. I didn't actually mind. I didn't mind Jack's dad in this episode either. No, no, he was fine. He had uh, a good monologue, I yeah. thought. I mean, he was proper um, shitting on Australia while an Australian guy was serving them drinks, which I thought was risky. <laughs> but... Yeah, to call it hell. <laughs> is, uh... <laughs> um, the story of um, of Locke looks a uh, Labrador story or whatever the fuck it was. Golden Retriever. Well, as in, yeah, him just... Putting out there, I have a dead sister, by the way, from when I was young. Um, it was like it was the it was the, the glance between Sawyer and Kate, <laughs> and I so felt it because when it, I, mate, I did it with there was no one else watching it with me, but I was looking around the room like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, what a strange guy, and I still like I kind of get it with the story because he's saying that. You yeah, know. people see what they believe, and uh, yeah, but it just seemed a little bit too out there on the nose. Oh, um, uh, well, on the nose of the story, yeah. and then out there to bring just up just in a casual it. conversation. Yeah, he was too casual about yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was the whole dead sister thing. <laughs> just as you say, poor poor genie. Yeah. As you say, on the nose, ham fisted, just a bit. Didn't work. Um. No, um, and he's yeah, he's just getting too philo- philosophical. And also, they need they need to decide what they're doing with him because it's not the first time where he's just popped up. Um, <laughs> while while people are out, he's the one that comes by them because he's the hunter, or whatever. But also, they've made it clear that all he cares about right now is the hatch. So, mm. so which is it? Do you know what I mean? Because. He should be spending all day, every day looking at the hatch, but he was there to deal with all the Ethan stuff, and he'd going around on his own without Boone for some reason, um, looking for scraps of metal. I don't know. It's just there's not a consistency there with Locke at the moment. No, he's just knocking about, yeah. seeing what's up. Not really, no care in the world. But yeah, he he, uh, he comes across Kate and Sawyer as they they've gone off together to look for this ball. What did you think of Kate and Sawyer um, bonding? Oh, uh, yeah. With, well, I can't believe she's never heard of I Never. Yeah, that's... Uh, or Never Have I yeah, Ever, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, we call it Never Have um, I Ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe she's not heard of that. I know Lord Sawyer does explain, oh, if you went to college, you would have heard of this mm. game. Because they can't drink till they're 21. Surely. Yeah, but surely, like, she would have heard of that. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe she's just never had, like, any sort of friends or gone to a party before. I don't know. <laughs> it does seem a bit weird. I, I enjoyed um, the line within the game of, never, I never wore pink. And he drinks and she's like, oh my god, you actually wore pink. But you're a man. May, well, maybe because he always is portraying someone being ultra macho. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah, but also it's just a sign of the times, isn't it? 
one of those where oh you reckon they're just being a bit homophobic and they're not I think really so. thinking about yeah. it yeah I think it's it was a more acceptable throwaway line 20 years ago than it would be now hmm. yeah fair enough maybe and then he does blame it on the 80s whatever that yeah. has to do with it and, and also <laughs> I don't know how old Sawyer's meant to be there but this was 2005 so the mm. 80s about 30 years ago he, he's not in his 40s Sawyer well, I am trying to remember now, but the the letter said 1976 on it. So Sawyer was back, and I think he was eight. That does that so, does ring true. So 1968. Fair enough. He yeah. would have been yeah experimenting teenage years. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kate Kate was um, proper savage in that game though. With... with the letter, I don't carry around emotional baggage for twenty years. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it started to get really. It started to get really real, yeah. um, and then they were just like, "Oh yeah, never been married." And then, you know, I never killed a man, <laughs> and they really were locked. And they both drink. And that, <laughs> they both drink, and then the scene just sort of ends with with the close-ups and you see him sitting by the fire mm. and in my eyes that's just like right time to go to bed <laughs> nighty night murderer <laughs> imagine they're just fucking led down there just like right cool people <laughs> kill people I'm going to sleep really nice tonight <laughs> um, it was just yeah it was a bit awkward yeah a bit um, we this episode we actually learn we first learn Sawyer's name. Yes, because you asked me a couple of episodes ago what his name was when they were doing the whole manifest thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and it is it is James. James, James Ford. But I think you don't, still you oh, still yeah, don't know the Ford at this no, point. It's just James. No, no. Although I forgot to say, actually, we did learn Charlie's last name last episode. Yes, we did. Which I, which Charlie Pace. Yeah. It's a really shit name. <laughs> um. As is James Ford, like it's just a bit <laughs> generic, you know. When yeah, like you, you know, when we were like learning writing and yeah. stuff, and you'd just create a name, you'd be like, ah, oh, James yeah. Ford. Oh, he's an American, <laughs> James Ford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Charlie uh, Pace. <laughs> um, I don't. What's Jack's last name? Uh, Shepherd. Do we know that yet? Jack Shepard, uh, again, honestly. Yeah, Jack uh, Shepard. <laughs> What's Kate's last name? Uh, Kate's, I don't know, but Claire's is Little John. I know that. <laughs> you joke. Right, it's Claire Little John. Um, I don't know what to say to that. And then you've got Hugo Reyes. Yeah, that is so typical. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't. They didn't spend a lot of time on the names, did they? No, they really just. Bo- let's go all in with the story. Is Boone Carlisle? Maybe I think that's right. Okay, fair enough. His name is a little bit different. I have to say, I don't think I know anyone in any sort of show called Boone. Uh, in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, which I used to play on um, the play the PlayStation back in the day. Uh, at one point, you have to 
join a skateboarding team and you're going around this like skate rink and they're like see that broken under window over there boom see that uh tailpipe that got nailed over there boom so there was a character in tony hawk's <laughs> pro skater 2 called boom but other than that no i've not i've not seen a boom before funny reference video game because the only boon i have actually heard of is it a video game yeah. and it's in fallout i think it's in fallout 3 one of your like side guys oh yeah you know the guy who, guys who like helps you he's called boon and he's a sniper oh, okay. he's got like a beret on and everything but that is the only time um that i've actually seen the name boon but i wonder if it's actually like because he's supposed to be pretty well off right uh, yes. So how it doesn't really seem it doesn't really fit the character. I don't know. It doesn't really seem like a posh American name, does it? Boom. 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 It's it's more of a skater name. Um. No, burn. Boom. Also, talking about names, we've been chatting about <laughs> names for a while now, but why on earth? Would Sawyer shoot someone hmm. based on a first name? Like I know Hibbs has told yeah. him, yeah, he's called he's called Frank Sawyer, yeah. but he didn't even fucking like get the actual name off of the guy. He just knows his name first name's Frank, and that's enough for him. But yeah, but he was given a picture by Hibbs, so he knew it was the guy. Yeah, but yeah, but I would still. You know, he doesn't trust Hibbs. In fact, he told Hibbs that he was going to kill him the next time he saw yeah. him. So he thought, oh, yeah, this is fine. I'll just go off this intel. I would want to be, before I kill a man, I'll probably want to at least know or get it from the, the horse's mouth what the fucking deal is. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, I thought that was a bit loose. Yeah, I suppose. Speaking of sort of. Sawyer's intention to kill when he goes and gets the gun <laughs> what a weird way that man who sold him the gun like of saying no refund where he's like <laughs> I've seen a lot of men uh, look, so- look someone really in the eye that? and not able to pull the trigger or whatever like, it, was an odd, it was an odd scene do, do people really expect a refund off a fucking shady black market fucking gun? I think, oh, no, nah, mate, couldn't do it. <laughs> Can I get my money back? Fuck off. <laughs> when would that ever be a yeah, thing? Yeah, show me your receipt, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, imagine, like, I don't know, go up to a drug dealer, buying some drugs, going back and going, you know, I don't actually feel like it. Going back to the guy. <laughs> Can I get a refund, please? What? No, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Um, what was pretty funny is that they referenced this saying a couple of times mm. throughout the show, saying about, you know, the Red Sox fucking speech. Oh, yeah. I can't actually remember the full thing. Basically, that's why, that's that why Sox, the Sox will never win the World Series. That's it. Do you know that year? They won the year that the loss came yeah. out. So they like jinxed it essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm sure there's some fucking absolute lost whores out there that are like, oh, well, you know, this is why it's so true. 
This is. I'm sure there are. This people is why like I that. use those numbers on the lottery every week. <laughs> this is why the flag of Singapore is red <laughs> and white. I'm going to become a fucking legend <laughs> in the lost community. <laughs> what what oh, did you dear. think of his <coughs> the dad's speech about Jack specifically? It's like my son thinks I'm mad at him right now. Yeah, I was quite surprised I didn't realize that. I thought he'd always been a dick to Jack, but apparently not. Apparently actually um quite appreciated getting outed. Yeah, but I don't see why. Yeah, I I I don't think it's helped him. <laughs> helped the dad. Yeah, he's still a severe alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, you you could say he became an alcoholic because of the pressures of the job or something like that. But my thing is, even if you can't tell Jack, at least tell your fucking wife because. The mum is horrible to Jack. Do you remember when she makes Jack go to Australia? Yeah, she was a dick. So yeah, she was a dick. Even before. even if you're not gonna, if you don't have the cojones to tell your son, tell your wife. So at least she doesn't, you know, start to resent her own son. Um, yeah, weird. Uh, pretty 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 messed up with a baby pig, isn't he? Old Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, baby, 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 baby. baby. <laughs> What the fuck was that about? I mean, do you, do you reckon any boar were harmed in the film? Um... I mean, there was no nothing saying that they weren't. Um, no, it's very true. And I'll tell you when the boar wasn't uh, harmed, when he had the gun to the big boar's face and didn't fucking kill it. How selfish do you have to be? Like, imagine, imagine going back to camp. Ah, oh, Sawyer, you were looking for that boar, weren't you? Uh, did you find it? Yeah, 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 I found it. Oh, great, we're all starving. All we've had is fruit and fish. Awesome. Now, And that last boar lasted us weeks. We can't wait to have some. Oh, no, I didn't kill it. Fucking what? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was more of a... I, I had a real emotional epiphany about letting things go and uh, understanding more about myself. That's fucking great. I didn't hear you over my stomach rumbling, you prick. <laughs> Hurley would shit himself <laughs> with rage. <laughs> he really would. He'd be fucking go red in the face and just be an absolute nightmare. Yep. Um, no, I, it, it just felt a little bit like... it, Just meh, wasn't it? When he was yeah. just like, you know what? I'm not going to shoot it. And Kate's there, like almost like yeah. nodding. Oh, you, fuck off! Why is the moral of this story? You've done good, kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you didn't kill the boar. Big bowels. <laughs> um, no, it, it stupid. But yeah, this episode, I feel like the island bits with the boar, as you said at the beginning, was just very iffy. Not really any sort of point. Yeah. The fact that the highlight of the island bits for me. Mm was Locke telling the story about his dead sister, probably says something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, um, the, um, I think my highlight was, again, because we've been jumping around, going right back to the start, after he's attacked by the boar, and the next morning he's sorting out stuff, and Saeed walks over, proper being a dick, like, 
about the fact this boar's attacked him, and then Sawyer goes, "Whatever, Mohammed." <laughs> like so racist. <laughs> I quite liked their little. Um, it was like a little bromance they had going. Yeah, it's like start, a love hate thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but you could see their side, arms crossed, just sort of smirking, <laughs> taking the yeah. piss. I quite enjoyed it, but yeah. That was my second favourite thing of the island. Right, talk to me about numbers then. I didn't get any for this. Number round. No, I got none. That was a short number round. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest, you're normally the one who can... (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, I only got two. One is is reaching. Okay. Um... So the first one is that I believe Charlie says that... Oh, sorry, Charlie says... Hurley mentions that Charlie shot Ethan four times. Okay. Um, that's actually wrong, because I remember fucking counting in the previous episode. I'm pretty sure he shot him, like, five or six times. It definitely wasn't right. four. Um, but Hurley, for some reason, says it. But, you know, he also calls gin Chinese, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, Accuracy it's isn't gospel. Hurley's <laughs> strong, strong No, point. No, it's not. But numbers surprisingly is <laughs> in some in some episodes, so that is weird. Um, and the gun that the Australian guy sells, he calls it a three fifty seven. Okay. You add those together, 15. that's fifteen. Yes, mate. Mm. Oh, so I, that one's a bit of a reach, but I'll, I'll take it. I have interest. What are you, what are you going to do next episode for the numbers round? All of them. <laughs> For those who don't know, episode 17, which is what we'll be looking at next time, is literally called Numbers, and it's when all the numbers get introduced. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. The, the whole episode will be the numbers round. <laughs> yeah. And we will be speaking in binary. Yeah. Right. Um, heavy breaths? I think heavy breaths. Oh. I shall do the... I'll do all the right, honours. You normally go first, but I felt like it's my time to shine. Um, I will give Homecoming, episode 15, I'll give that a 6.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it. It was good. I was thinking a 7, but I think the bad acting by both Tommy and Lucy Mm. dragged it down a bit. But overall, I thought it was alright. And then I will give episode 16... A, I'll give it a six heavy breaths. It wasn't that bad, but it it, it could have been better. It's just a fucking bore story with mm. shit. I uh, I'm kind of either side of you. Where episode fifteen, I put seven. Oh yeah, seven heavy breaths. Seven. Because, okay. Yeah, there was there was a lot I liked about the episode in general. What knocked it down was yeah a bit of, a bit of bad, bad acting thrown in. Um, but I I loved um, sort of the the more we learn about Charlie and like seeing what pit he was in before the island. Yeah. I really loved how dirty the writers did Boone by making him show up, be really <laughs> thick, and then he's not in the episode the rest of the way. I thought that was really funny. Um, it was a return yeah. to form. Uh, and then episode sixteen. I gave a five because I can literally split it down the middle where uh, the flashbacks I enjoyed and the island I didn't. So it's literally half and half. Yeah, that's it. It was, 
that, that that's why I was quite torn on it a little bit and why the ratings were so yeah. close. But yeah, fair enough. I think again we started off quite high with these yeah. ratings, and I feel like I'm in the pit of between fives and sevens mm-hmm. now of just complete averageness. I I'm hoping uh, the next one will end up or oh, the next few really. I remember quite fondly, so I'm hoping they hold up and they'll be a bit higher. That's that's my hope. Okay, I I definitely remember the season ending quite high. Yeah. Um. So we're not too far away no. now. I say we're not too far away. We're we're like three quarters of the way through, maybe. So there's 25 episodes in the season. So we've got nine episodes left. Yeah. So almost. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Two> thirds. <laughs> Um, shall we end with what we have been yeah, watching? Yeah, what have you been watching, Baz? So I binged an episode called Kiri. So my family were talking about it, and I thought, ah, fuck it, I'll watch that's it. A, that's with a UK the... drama, right? Yeah, UK drama. It's on Netflix. At least the first season is. I, I'm guessing there's not a second season. Um, but it's with the lady from Happy Valley, the main lady. Sarah Lancashire. Sarah... Yeah, Sarah... Lancashire, and she plays this. Um, I don't even what you call it. It's like a council worker from Bristol. Isn't she like a social worker? Like a social worker, yeah. yeah. I don't know if she's that's an exact thing, but she's responsible for um, kids going to foster families. And um, she essentially has this little girl whom she wants, whom she's trying to get someone to adopt, or is with an adopted family. Before the actual adoption takes place, um, she goes back to a, a biological birth grandparents, whatever the fuck you yeah. call it, and then she ends up going missing, and then she's dead, and then stuff gets revealed. The ending, I thought, was proper fucking shoddy. Oh. Um, yeah, really annoying, real letdown. But the, the acting and the stuff was pretty good, somewhat predictable, but the ending was shit. That's a shame because that's that's uh, the so, lasting impression. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it yeah it is, but I don't know. Maybe worth watching up to the last episode and then probably give it. A yeah. <laughs> All these cliffhangers, I'm like, eh, um, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, I've been watching. I watched this golf uh, documentary on Netflix. Did I say about it before? I think so. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Well, I, I finished properly. Finished that off. It's called Full Swing. Yes, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. How about I you? I have watched a couple of stand-up specials this week from the same guy uh, called Neil Brennan, who um, used to be uh, Dave Chappelle's writing partner and is and worked for Mike Sher as well. So he was like a really he was high up in the writing world and then decided to move over to stand-up. Um. Mm. So they're both on Netflix. The first one is called Free Mics, which is from 2015, which was pretty funny. Um, but then the one from last year, from 2022, called Blocks, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was really, it was a great show, if you like. It was all well-rounded across the hour. There were some really, really funny jokes in there. Um, so yeah, I'd highly recommend anyone who likes a bit of stand-up, who hasn't seen Neil Brennan, to go watch it. 
Um, yeah, I've ne- never heard of him before. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I would. Mm. If I, I, I can't remember. Do you like stand up or not? You're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. I I sometimes struggle with it. I have to be in the right mm-hmm. mood. Um, but yeah, I do like it. Uh, again, I need to know who they are. I won't just normally watch some random yeah, person yeah. perform stand up. I normally have to know what I'm going sure. into. Uh, so he's he's quite big on um, like he he laces in mental health stuff and so like blocks is all about like who he is and why he is who he is. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, yeah. After being badgered by pretty much everyone in my life, I've started White Lotus. Uh, watched the first couple of episodes of that. It's good. Uh, no surprise to anyone. It's different. It's different. It's different yeah. in that. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued. Want to see where it goes. It's got a good blend of things. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is really weird, but we'll see where that goes. Um, yeah. So yeah. That's I'm enjoying that. There's a new uh, reality show made by the same people yeah. who did the Traitors. Uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's called Rise and Fall, and basically the pre- oh, <laughs> basically the premise is uh, it's like twenty people, and instantly they have to decide six of them to be their rulers and the others to be <laughs> to be the grafters. And the rulers go up an elevator to the penthouse suite and live a, in a life of luxury. And the other 14 go down the elevator to their basement um, to not very nice living arrangements. And every day the grafters have to do work and the rulers have to decide how much work they ca- they can do. And that to, that affects how much money they make and stuff like this. Um Fucking upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. Uh, it's it's only a couple of episodes in. It's interesting. They're not, none of them are good people. Uh, maybe I'll be proved wrong, <laughs> but they're oh, well, colour me surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's what it's similar to Traitors. I don't know if you watched the Traitors, which was huge. Was I watched like, the US one. Oh, that's a weird yeah. way around to do it. But okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you fucking told me the. Oh, did I? <laughs> Of the UK one, yeah. So I was like, well, I can't watch the UK one now because fucking Will spoiled it. So I watched the US one, which was yeah. fine. It was just annoying because they were from America. Because the one problem with shows like, oh no, there's many problems, but the biggest problem is they talk utter rubbish uh, within the sort of concepts of the show, if you like. It's such bullshit. But also, perfectly good bubblegum TV just to have on in the background. Um, mm. Yeah, they're. Oh, I sorry. Good recommendations. I also forgot <laughs> Saturday. I I wasn't feeling very well, and I decided to absolutely binge four films. Oh yeah. <laughs> How I did not remember to include them, but I watched uh, I watched The Whale. Oh. Knock at the cabin. Uh, uh, cocaine yeah. Bear and Boston Strangler. Okay, I don't want to hear too much because some of them I want to uh, watch. But quickly, out of ten, I, I each will, one. I, out of 10 each one uh the whale i would give an eight out of ten uh knock at the cabin i would give a five out of ten cocaine bear i'd give a five and a half out of Mm. ten uh what was the last one boston strangler i give that a six out of ten okay all right so three sort of middle mid mid table films and one pretty good film 
Yeah, the whale was really good. It was really sad, um, but really well played by Brendan um, Fraser. Yeah, uh, it was it was just yeah. sad. Cool. Well, that is everything this week. Thank you very much for listening. Episode fifteen and sixteen have been rewatched. 